Hey, this is Brian. Hey, hey, real, real quick. I just want to let you know what you're about to hear is something that if you've been struggling with getting noticed, this is the person you need to hear and really get to know. She is a beast. She is very experienced and she's a go-getter. So check it out. I'm talking about media and publicity to beat the competition. Amazing stuff. Let's go. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, we are back with another episode of The Authority Project. And I have my new good friend here, Tracy. Is it Lamori? Is that you right? You got it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yes, it's here. She is here to help us entrepreneurs use media and publicity to beat the competition. Is that right, Tracy? You got it. Awesome. Well, I, we shall see. We shall see on this current episode of <laughs> The Authority. All right, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, feast your eyes and tune your ears. It's that time again. We are live with another episode of The Authority Project. It's the video podcast streamed on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and Periscope, where we talk to digital marketers, business coaches, and creators of all kinds on how they've built authority in their field and how you can mimic their success. Developing authority, building your audience, and attracting better clients to your own business. Now, without further ado, let's bring to the virtual stage your host, Brian S. Arnold. All right, and we are back with another one, folks. It is Brian S. Arnold here. This is the Authority Project. You are the project, and we want to slap authority to your name so you can sell more of what you're great at. And we are here with Tracy today, and I am so excited because we're going to be talking about media and publicity to beat the competition. Oh, yeah. And I'm excited because I feel like it's somewhat of a shortcut, but I'm sure she'll let us in on the real deal today. How are you doing today, Trace? Very good. How are you? Hello, everybody. I'm great. I am great. Thanks for asking. And before we dive in, let's first of all, let the people know who you are personally and then professionally. So they said the same thing because my professional life has developed from my young advocacy work and my activist working was still really heart centered and take on only things we love. So the bio says, and it's true, I'm an international award winning publicist working across industries. Uh, This year, I I was thrilled to win the Women of Inspiration 2020 for Women of Media, Universal Women's Network, Women of Inspiration. And uh, yeah, so I work with, you know, when you hear PR, you think about celebrities and authors, and I certainly work with them, but I also work with authors, or sorry, with executives and entrepreneurs, literally across industries, teaching them how to, like you said, beat the competition, how to advance themselves, how to become thought leaders, and how to use all these millions of forums and mainstream media to siphon uh, the clients away from the competition, to build Mm. their own brand and find opportunities for themselves to get awards, to find speaking engagements and all that fun stuff. I love it. I love all of, I love everything about that. So let's talk about your current project. What, what, What are you currently working on at the moment? Oh my goodness. I always have dozens of clients. I have some more than 20 clients right now across industries. Literally, I have authors, lots of power women writing amazing books. One woman who wrote about surviving widowhood and moving on. And so a lot of people, I work with Rosa Parks' cousin, Rosa Parks. She has a film, Angela Sadler Williamson, a film called My Life with Rosie, about what Rosa Parks did for the next 30 years, because she continued to be an activist until Mm -hmm. her death and inspiring all of us. I work with Jimmy Dennis, who I helped start a campaign way before I was a publicist to help Mm -hmm. free him from death row, an innocent man. Today, he's free and he's a recording artist, uh, lauded in Rolling Stone magazine, recording 
music and on panels with Naughty by Nature and Ja Rule and some big nice. names. Okay. Yes, I worked with, uh, I discovered a little recording artist called Bolu. She wasn't a recording artist then, 13 years old, little girl singing in her room, making some comments, just getting her feelings out about the issues of last year, including COVID and Black Lives wow. Matter. She wrote a stunning song called Make It Right that I introduced to media. And the last wow. six months, she's gone international in terms of awards. She's won a bunch of awards and getting featured internationally. Yeah, and I don't, when I start talking, that's just, that's the creative side. And then for businesses right now, I work with everybody from SEO expert to in the healthcare field, to psychologist, to a neuromarketing expert, to luxury real estate agent. So literally whatever you do, I can find media opportunities for you. I, I love it. Amazing. So do you have, let me, I've got one more question for you, then we really dive in. So with all this talent and people that you work with, do you have a daily routine at all? Every day is the same, but every day is absolutely different. Okay. In the age of COVID, my daily routine is pretty much go to my desk and it, all the magic happens from here. But it's different stuff every day. And it goes with the flow to some extent because whatever media opportunities, I'm always checking the incoming media opportunities. And so then that, that part of the day depends what I see for who, where I'm going to be focusing my attention. But then we also have strategic you know, moves that we're making for clients where we've planned things for particular days. And we know when it's not COVID, like in 2019, my year was crazy. I literally was privileged to be flown all over the world. Nine different projects across industries took me to the Mediterranean, the Caribbean, to Las Vegas, to LA, to literally everywhere. And then COVID happened. So the world let me have all that travel to see. And then nothing led me yeah, stop. You're going to be a, yeah. no Hollywood Hills this year. It's going to be Hamilton mm. Mountain in Canada. But yeah, but yeah it's, so everything's different. And it's all very strategic. And some things we're responding to what opportunities we find, which I'm always researching internationally. And in other, in other cases, it's strategic where we're, we know what we're working on. And I'll spend one day or one week focusing on one particular client until we get all kinds of stuff rolling for them. And then as those things are coming in, I move on to the next one. Or I'm really good at juggling. <laughs> very nice. Very nice. So I'm excited to get to this next question here because I want to know what got you to the point where you felt that the key was publicity in media coverage. What, what got you to that point? Was it something that you've always been in, into? Did you, did you go into schooling for that? Or you just you, you saw something like, this is it? This is, Not this only is have I never about. gone to school for PR or publicity, but I've never read a book on it. And I'm only recently meeting publicists and I've been oh. doing this for eight years and I'm at the top of my field. But no, but in terms of what taught me, I've always been an advocate. I was an activist, a young activist in my 20s and all kinds of issues from anti-racism to anti-poverty initiative to all the stuff that I'm still passionate about. And we think yeah. we're, we can change the world. And you know what? You yeah. can change a little bit. So because of that work, I, I knew obviously from that, that nobody can, we can't change minds if we can't speak to people. But that's how I learned to write a press release, which when I got involved with that case, just from an, as an activist, hearing about an innocent man on death row in Pennsylvania, I literally learned to write a press release, was so good at that messaging over 10 years, I finally thought 15 years later, hey, I could make a career out of doing what I did there, nonprofit mm -hmm. for, or for, for entrepreneurs, because I'm really good at it. But so yeah, so we were, we helped in my 20s, we helped free a guy from death row using wow. media messaging because I learned to write a press release. So that taught me <laughs> that, and that's something that was impossible. People would have said, and they did say, you're crazy, you're wasting your time. That led to, obviously, the lawyers got involved, but because they heard about it, because people with power who were able to advance causes heard about it through our media messaging. Mm -hmm. So that taught me that messaging is everything. And then my own career, because I was always hot because of that work I was doing, I built a big profile without even meaning to in that, in that life, yeah. getting major national media talk 
talking about those issues. And then, which now it's hilarious. I'm like, Jesus, I've literally built two international profiles for myself over 20 years. One didn't even lead to the other. I literally stopped that one for 10 years. <laughs> so, so it's wow. like, I learned it's not hard to find these media opportunities, even when you're not looking for them in my activist days. But now it's my job to research and find, and I don't care who you are, what you come to me with. By the end of two weeks, you're going to be like, what? How did she? One of my clients literally, <laughs> he's a celebrity. He knows media. He messaged me the other day. He's like, are you a witch? <laughs> I was like, what? He's like, oh, it's a compliment. He's just, he was just yeah. surprised that they was, I was able to get some juice on a business yeah. project that they haven't been able to get any attention on. Oh, no. And it's oh, all, again, it's skills, it's research, it's passion. It's, you know, finding those opportunities, knowing they're out there. Yeah. Yeah. I always had this, not a notion, but I just, I, I knew that the, like the media is powerful. It's very powerful. It can bring you up and also tear you, tear you down. So we'll, we'll get into that too. But I want to know, let's start with the quickest way to do this first. If I'm just brand new to this, I'm like, I want to get some media cover. I want to get some pub into a publication, whatever. What do you say to the first person? If you were someone who's going to give you advice, like what, yeah, how to start? What is the quickest way to, to jump into this? The first thing before you even think about reaching out to any reporters and telling your stories, you have to understand and entrepreneurs have a really hard time getting their head around this. The difference between advertorial, which is what you're, what you're thinking when you think about your business and your product. Right. We used to talk about how great our product is, why it's better. Why the, that's an ad. And if you start sending that to the news departments, they're going to send you to the ad department, tell you to pay for an ad. So right. number one is really understanding the pitch, understanding what that newsroom wants, which is you're not looking for free advertising, even though you are, right? You're looking for, you're looking to provide excellent content that is relevant to their audience. And if you do that right, then you may still not get in because it's timely or they've already done something like that. Or the news cycle is such that they're only talking about COVID or, you know, whatever it is. But mm -hmm. that's step one is your pitch is everything. So you have to understand what a pitch is. And that's why I always say there's a lot of tools, which I'll get to in a minute. I'll give you some free tools where you can go and look and see where you can hear from major media. I've gotten clients in good housekeeping, Oprah.com, Reader's Digest, New York Times, not even with yeah. press releases, just using these free sources, okay. similar to the Podmatch ones that hooked us up, called yeah. Help a Reporter Out, or Source Bottle in Australia. Before you even look at that and get excited, because a lot of people are pitching them, yet again, understand the pitch, and you want to have a paragraph that's, you know, about, you know, about Brian, about Tracy, which says, it's not your whole entire resume, but it's why you are an interesting guest. Maybe mm. a couple of ideas about a, a compelling segment that you could give on something topical that you have a knowledge of that they don't have. But the easy ways to start too is things like Medium. If you've seen Medium articles, it looks like Huffington Post, but really anybody can literally write an article on Medium. So that's a good way to start your thought leadership. Think about a couple things, then you have something to point to. And then you can join these. You're an expert in whatever your field is. Join Podmatch, join matchmaker.fm, join these. There's a whole bunch of pod past services they maybe cost 10 bucks 20 bucks 40 bucks a month some of them are good some of them not so good but as a publicist i'm a member of all of them and i invest a whole mm -hmm. lot of time mm -hmm. looking at all of them for my clients yeah. so part of it is the time investment if you have more money than time hire a publicist if you're just literally just starting out and trying to navigate it look and look at some of those sources like heroin source bottle but again, it's all about the pitch. You could look at those sources that I use successfully every day to get my clients in major media. You could try it. I don't know what she's talking about. This is crap and doesn't work. It's because you're not framing your expertise correctly and you're getting garbage filed. But if you learn that pitch, you learn that, then there's a million, billion opportunities out there. Even if you Google right now, if you want speaking engagements, Google whatever your industry is and then submit speaker suggest speaker oh, okay. see what comes up internet awards too. be creative and okay. find these things okay 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 i'm trying to hone all this thing that was a whole lot of a whole lot to my quickest way 
<laughs> Can we break down like a blueprint now? So I heard you talking about knowing your script or your pitch or whatever. Can you take us from, I'm, I'm assuming how to look into your personal brand to build this pitch <laughs> to going from searching and then all of that. Is there like a one, two, three step, two, three, four step kind of thing? Well, the one is really that pitch. And, it, it, and when I say pitch too, your pitch is going to be different all the time, depending on what your particular message is, what media you're aiming it at, that kind of thing. And because in that term, we're just talking about what we tell the media, why you're a good source for their story. Yeah. But um, you also need to go along with whatever those individual things are that will change is that core thing you're going to use all the time, which is similar to your bio. Like when I'm starting with a client, they'll send me their bio and then I'll condense their bio into that one paragraph. Real Again, really compelling thing that uses words like internationally quoted if they are, nationally quoted if they are. If they're not, mm -hmm. I'm going to make sure they are soon. Yeah. If not, if you don't have that, you use things like compelling guest, authority in their field. They can speak, give you a good. So you use what buzzwords are that so they can see that you're a good guest put in, the, in no just really a paragraph a couple of later once you start developing the links you can start sharing what you have but yeah. for now really just have the confidence that you're an expert write it in a it's hard to really explain editorial versus advertorial but basically editorial is what you write and that's what the media prints right so that's yeah. an ad yeah. advertorial is when you, know, you can pitch them you can tell them but ultimately what goes into that story once you've, you've convinced them it's up to the editor. So you have to really train yourself. So the number one thing, even before you get to the number two, which is the pitch, is understand that editorial versus advertorial means not the same thing. And you can spend all day long reaching out everywhere trying and wondering why you're not getting any media attention if it's worded wrong and sounds like an ad and not a compelling suggestion for a guest. Mm. So number one, cross your eyes, dot your T's, ask your mother, <laughs> ask 10 people, watch the news. If you're pitching the news, like the 22 minutes, evening news you better make sure watch the news do they ever have anything like what you're talking about or no is it more is your story more fit for maybe the the front page of the newspaper you know what i mean yeah, the first right. 20 pages but not the front page okay. maybe it's going to okay. be in like the 20th so as you said when you think about that where might where would i see a story like this would it be in the business would it be in lifestyle whatever that tells you who to reach out to so maybe don't just reach out to info at my local newspaper, aim specifically at that reporter. Google and find reporters. These are real tips. Google and find reporters who've written about the kind of thing you talk about. Okay. Reach out to them and offer yourself as a source. So it's that kind of thing. Now, now, can you give me like an example of what the editorial would, would sound like at all? Do you have anything that just off the top? What it might so, sound like. so there's a difference. Editorial meaning it's, it's something. It, it could be anything where it's, but it's again, it's something where the when the editor opens it up and looks at it, he's kind of that sounds like a story. He's not thinking, oh yeah, these guys want a free ad. I'm going to send them the news. Uh, okay. That's the number <laughs> thing, right? That's the easiest way to think of it. And then beyond that, so how do you get an editorial? So what might be the stories that you could tell that are not, you know, advertorial? Think about yourself. What's your own story? Why are you in the business? Because like I say, if an author comes to me, you know, and they want to sell their book. I don't really, it's not about selling the book. To me, it's about selling that author as an expert and the book is their byproduct. If you sell, you have a bottled water company and you come to me, I want to raise my profile, my brand. I'm going to be, I can't interview the bottle of water. You know what I mean? Right. So you are the, per, you're the authority. Why? So part of the story could be, I know you want to talk about why this is better than this. Why is this <laughs> bottle better than this one? That's not the story unless you're in some, so what, what is the story though is, but maybe instead of why this is better than this, you could talk about how you did all this research, you personally, why you were motivated to go with a green bottle mm -hmm. instead, why this is market different. But even that, you've got to do well because it's close to advertorial. 
but your story, why are you into it, where? Then the second key is a topical press release, which is say you see something in the news and you have some expertise that gives you a viewpoint on that beyond the norm. Mm -hmm. And you'd normally turn to your wife or your friend and be like, oh man, look at that. And it could be anything. If you're a psychologist, you see the thing about Kanye breaking up with Kim, if you're a whoever, it could be anything. Yeah. That could be topical. You could be like, and they do this all the time, psychologists. Perfect example. Why are they quoted some random psychologist? They enter, well, you know, while I'm not, a, while I don't know Kim and Kanye, what I would say, I, Bob Smith over here, Dr. Smith, who works in Tonawanda, he sees people who break up all the time. And my comment on the Kim and, and they get into media that way. Right. And that's an exaggerated, you know, it's like, yeah. but same thing. Say you're in lawn care and there's a big media story about bugs. People see more bugs. And then, oh, gee, yeah. And related to that, what people don't know is blah, blah, blah. That's an opportunity for topical release where you're like, hey, I saw your news story and whatever. I'm an expert in this. You probably didn't know this. Experts get featured all the time that way. So yeah. those are, that's you telling them a story and you getting in, initiating a story. So you're quoted in it. And then the other side, what I was talking about before, is jump using Harrow and all those other things to jump on opportunities where there's going to be an existing story. Okay. Somebody is going to, they already know, somebody's going to be quoted in that. And yeah. they're reaching widely to look to you. So you monitor yeah. those, get in there, and that helps you with your pitches later when you reach out to your local TV, your local radio, and say, hey, look, I'm, here I am in 15 articles. I've been quoted here, here, and here. Or even if you just one line <laughs> in either digest, right? Now all of a nice. sudden you get that. Okay. Okay. I hear you. I hear you. So what I'm hearing is that the personal story is what's going to drive everything. Am I, am I right by saying that? Well, that's one way. Not always. Yeah. Like they say, the topical release, that's not necessarily right, okay. one thing. Yeah. Personal is one potential. Topical is another potential. And then you just, as an expert speaking, you know, about inserting your comments, but what you know into others. So those are like three different kinds of opportunities. And then once you develop some of those, there's a ton of opportunities where you will get profile. Like right now I have three things that I could name, but I won't because because of my relationship with the editors, they right. will just take everyone coming in. But where I know right now, any executive or any entrepreneur that has done anything, good idea, they have anything I can write about convincingly, I can get a really good profile of them in three publications online. Wow. And so you come back, you have those three, and now you, one of them, you're taking that to your investor now. Oh, look at all the attention I'm getting. And look what I said. This is how it works. You're taking You'd be surprised, like it gets your attention from it, you know, it differentiates you for investors, for potential customers, for people are impressed with media attention. And then hasn't changed since the early days when they used, you know, as seen on TV and advertising. Nice. Nice. Okay. I'm, I'm loving all of this. Is, is there a wrong way to do this? Have you seen people try it? And is this, that's totally off. Why? You totally can just fall flat. Like you don't get that editorial versus advertorial again. I've, okay. I've literally seen somebody try to direct a junior publicist who thankfully I said, that's no, that's, you, you can't get the content as a publicist because there was literally a carpet cleaning company and they wanted, they were instructing this junior publicist to do a press release about their sales, how they were better than the other guy. And this yeah. is the sales they had on. And I was like, please tell me you did not send that to the news department for the <laughs> reputation of the publicist as right. well as the news department. Because the guy editor is going to be like, seriously, he to know, understand the, uh, before you pitch anything, understand what the audience is. And basically it comes down to what's interesting content. You, you cannot get a free ad, but you can get in the mix if you can give them interesting content. So it's a, that's pretty free reign. There's no rules. What's interesting content? Are you interesting content? Is your life story what brought you here interesting content? I bet you it is. Is there something about the, pro 
So these are the things that you know are strategic. And this is why I also say, if you can work with a publicist for a month, I, I have, and it's a high bar for a lot of entrepreneurs because a lot of times it's three months minimum, 3,000 bucks a month, that's the norm. But I know because I speak to a lot of entrepreneurs who don't even conceptualize themselves in media, I always say, come to me for literally a month. I have under a thousand dollars. I have two under one thousand dollar packages. One that's I won't get into advertising, but yeah. I'm not advertorial. I'm editorial. But I mean, <laughs> one that's but one that's budget friendly, under seven hundred bucks, and one that's still budget friendly, under a thousand, which is full service. But basically, if someone even high, the reason I put those into places like you can listen to all this, but you don't believe me, you don't really get it. It's really hard. If someone hires me even for a month, which we prefer three months, every publicist does, because then you can strategize, build on your other. But even if you just are like, huh, what are you talking? To teach people, to get yeah. your head through that, to open your mind for even one month at 600 bucks, the lowest budget thing. At the end of that month, you're going to, not only are you going to get some media from it, but more importantly to the business owner, uh, really process this, you'll see that pitch. Because you, I write that pitch. You see how I frame you. Mm. You see how I send it out. And you see the kind of in interviews I get. And even if you decide never to have a publicist again, because it's too much of an investment, you, you know, blah, 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 you just want that month. At the end of that month, you have that pitch, that bio, that core pitch. You have a couple of articles to show for it. And even more important than that, you're like, oh my God, now I get it. So tell me why, tell me why you said entrepreneurs don't really get it. Like, cause I, I see, I know we're probably flooded with, let's get social media files, let's get an email list, blah, blah, blah. and we don't really think about this your media. So what, is, is that the reason why, or is it just that we just, we're just not, we're just not aware. Well, I think it's because a lot of people think we're, I hear just a lot. Like I'm just doing, and right. they think the people that are on TV are elevator. And I always say, no, no, the only difference between you and the people that are on TV that you see quoted in your field is they have a publicist or they told the media about it. Mm -hmm. So that's literally it. So people don't see themselves. And also we don't think about that. We start a business. Oh, they're going to go interview me on TV. So again, that's a, a mindset and an understanding of what they, and this is why a lot of publicists that came from journalism and they go back and forth because we understand the other side too. We're successful at what we do because unlike civilians, we know what a news story is. We know what they're likely to. So when you tell me, Hey, this is what I want you to send to part of my job is to be like, okay, I hear where you're going with that, but no, that's not a news story. That's not going to be, well, this is how we can frame that though to okay. make that a news story okay. so it's and we're obviously we're trained ad that's we're entrepreneurs we love what we do we love our product we know about placing that we see ads every day we know how to place ads we see people in the media every day but again it's that disconnect between that could be me and for me it's i've all i've been in the media and everything i've ever done it's like easy so to me it's ah if i meet an entrepreneur who's successful i'm like have you been interviewed in there you know what have you not done any media they're like they look at me like and I'm like, oh, come on. Like I just worked with right now, 20 year woman, 20 years and super well-known in healthcare. People come from all over the world, literally to go to her clinic. She just started working with me a week ago. I pitched her in the first couple of interviews and the first reporter said to me, does she have anything online that we can look on? Every pre previous interviews or right. instead of just saying no, which would have closed the deal, this right. is where the publicist came in. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, she doesn't because she's been extremely, this is the truth. For the last 20 years, she hasn't been thinking about this. She's been extremely patient focused to the point where people come all over the world for her. It's only the last week or so that she started thinking about thought leadership and sharing her knowledge with the public. That's why she hired a publicist. And guess what? The truth is, this is true. Next week, she's going to be in Authority Magazine. She's already booked for two pods. Oh, okay, let's have her on. She had nothing, and it's it's just, and she could have answered that. It's not the magic of a publicist. She could have said the same thing if she knew who to pitch. And she had the time and had the language skills and knew how to. So it's not that you need a publicist. 
but it's, it's you need to really wrap your head around or and also you need the time to do all this this is like yeah. i put time and effort into this to make the magic <laughs> but to me it's easy so people come to me and i'm like yeah man i do this for you. and then it, they're like like honestly it elevate i say i elevate and celebrate what people are doing and there's no way okay what you do that media attention cannot make it better mm. because it doesn't you and your competitor are, are you know being looked at by your local whoever whether it's to get that to get the client to get the funding to get that speaking opportunity and he's got 10 interviews and you got nothing yeah. it's just natural Pete you're an authority and people want to say as seen on whatever welcome to our stage as seen in Chicago Tribune and so <laughs> I do it all the time I get people come to me with zero media right. and I get them by the end of the year they have a list this long including like crazy names that they can literally build careers on, on yeah. just that. And I, I think a lot of people might probably hesitate with that because they feel like they don't, they're not as, lack, lack of a better word, distinguished or accomplished. And I so think- said, The only difference between you and the people on TV or they got a publicist or they thought about it. Right. And I work with people with their list of accomplishments a mile long. And you know what? They have that same feeling sometimes too. They haven't been on TV, but they got all these awards. They got all the whatever. And they still have that feeling like, oh, on me, me, why would they? And I'm like, right. who do you think it is that's on TV? <laughs> like right. the, the people think the people in that little box there, no, but honestly, there's literally, those are just content providers. They're looking for content. Obviously there's a lot of people trying to send them content. So just like you have to differentiate yourself in the business world, you have to have strategies and skills and know that's why people come to a publicist because then you don't have to reinvent the wheel. We've got, we built a, a career on 10 years of these contexts. We know the people that play. We know where to throw you in quickly. We, so it's just like cutting all that to the quick. But if you have, if you're, you know, if you're starting your business, you don't have any money, but you have time and you understand what I'm saying about the pitch, you put your little bio together. You can go to your local, start with your local community television there or your local weekly paper. They're mandated. You're okay. mandated to do local stuff. So you can also start those ways. Okay. I like the Get local. I've never, I never thought about local stuff. That's good stuff. Yeah. I like yeah, that. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Everything local, their man, that's their mandate is what are local people doing? So you go to them and say, Hey, I've got this influential podcast called authority. I go on now. I have an authority about entrepreneurs. Cause you are, cause you hear from so many entrepreneurs every day and you speak to them. So now you go and do, you know, you suggest that you're going to do a one, like most, a lot of those take a little op-ed too. You could do a one-time op-ed in your local daily paper as well. Talking okay. about, and yeah. the way to make that topical, maybe you do something about how, hey, we all know how, you know, COVID has decimated entrepreneurs. So I started Authority to get the conversation going to provide a media space, a market. And this yeah. is what I've learned in that time. Yeah. I'm happy to speak to anybody in the radio about it. Oh, that's, you said it to a hundred people, only takes one. To me, okay. like that's definitely a good segment. You get that one. Now you've been on WHOU TV and, right. you, and now you're going, yeah. honestly, it's just that easy. Okay. This is what I do on the daily. And go look at my Instagram and you'll see, how crazy the trajectory is. I'm on podcast, four media interviews, me today, two tomorrow, three tomorrow, something like, because I overbooked myself in December. I was all bored at Christmas. Everybody else was like, what are we going to do? I'm like, I'll find something to do for the new year. So I, I do you do you see in your clients after they come to you and they don't feel like they're, I feel like maybe they, there's, a, there's a, an emotion where they don't feel worthy or that people want, want to hear from them. Do you feel a difference in them in their life when they see that, Hey, I got, I'm here and here. This is the, the confidence shift in them. Oh yeah. Happens? One of my clients, Tony Dupree, who now has, again, she'd written a book that was uh, online, but it was, she hadn't had any media. And now we've been together almost two years and she has media like a mile long, tons of newspapers, like all kinds of major stuff. Mm -hmm. Australia, she's writing a column and she's in Houston, all kinds of stuff. And when she, I asked her to write me a little, like a little 
Tracy's great, you know, recommendation. And, the, and she wrote, I almost cried. She was like, you know what? She wrote about how she's always, like, a, a unspoken dream she always had was mm -hmm. that she never said to anybody as a little girl when she was reading all these magazines was mm -hmm. that one day she'd be quoted in magazines. But that was literally like a fantasy that she thought was stupid. <laughs> yeah. And then she started to work with me and I started making it happen. And, she, and after a year, she regularly quote and some stuff like that. And literally from a business perspective, I have a million stories about how one, one client hired me one day, 26 years old, zero media. She's a, a life coach, like a million people, nothing to really differentiate yourself. The next, she decided to start sharing her personal story of bipolar, hired me. The next day I found a, a good housekeeping for her and literally got her in the print issue of Good Housekeeping, 150 year old American magazine you know, that you pick yeah. up at the drugstore. Right. It was on the cover, I'm not my mental illness. Right. She, right. So yeah. for the next year, so then every single pitch after that as featured in Good Housekeeping. So now any anywhere I pitch her to talk about mental health, they pick her up, they pick her up. She's been in a million things since then, just based on that. She could build her whole career because she hired a publicist and I gave her a crazy good deal because she's just a little 26 year old with struggling with, and so that one thing and then boom, and that's that easy. Talk about the result now. We're, we're a little bit past the time, but we're, hopefully you're, you still have some time, some time. When you're now published, you're in, in a, a publication and what is the result? What kind of traffic are we looking at here? Is, is it instant? Do you, is it something that's gradual? What should, what? Is there something to expect from um, it? Could depend. It depend. You could obviously, if you're in Time or Rolling Stone, it's gonna see. You're gonna see masses of people at one time on publication date are gonna see it, and boom, it's huge. Yeah. But right. then, even if it's something smaller, like Authority Magazine or some of the Billion Success or some of these little features, what happens is when you're sharing it on your socials, right? Your people are sharing as well as okay, number one, the people are seeing it who would never hear of you otherwise, obviously, right. Right. whatever number that is, whether it's giant, whatever. But right. then, you know, some of them that are really good, even though not well known. They're really good in SEO. So okay. if someone searches your name, boom, you come up authority magazine feature. Ooh, yeah. okay. So okay. even so that's a whole different, so that's a different yeah. thing. It's not advertising, which again, where you're counting the numbers of people is the first time. Think also about the social value of when you share that on your page, not just people seeing that, but when you go share that on your socials and all your current clients, let me tell you, they get excited. Oh my goodness, my barber featured in authority magazine. Oh, look at this, my publicist. And your current clients share that and okay. they get excited and it elevates that. So the, yeah. it, it, all kinds of different ways where it benefits. So there's not, and it, it, every media is different because obviously one that has an initial viewership of 7 million, like Rolling Stone, which I've been quoted in, and one that has an initial viewership of 100 people, but then it's going to live online. Who knows who's going to see it? it? Only takes one. Right. One person could get you the next big media thing. One person can get you the next big. So big or small, anything that builds your story, like even if it's a small thing, because even some of the smaller things, I tell my clients, well, that's goal to me as a publicist, get that first, because it's even though it's not as big as a quote and Reader's Digest to you, to me, it's a whole thing where now we've got a nice third party piece yeah. about your entire story. So now I can use that to build other media because media begets media. If you've been covered before, it starts <laughs> to build that trustworthiness and Oh, I guess there is a story there for other people. So that's what it's all about. Great. I got two more questions for you. I'll try to be short. No, don't. Oh, please don't. Please don't. I want everything <laughs> from you that I can get. So what should people be doing before they start doing this? Is there something like, is there, because you want people to come to you 
So should your page be certain a certain way? Should you, should you have a website? Should you have you a- want to hear something funny? I'm a publicist, and oh yeah. my goodness, I'm so embarrassed. For ten years, I'm working like a PR maniac, right. and I did not have, and I would never allow my clients to not have a website. <laughs> but I personally didn't have a website for like for eight years. It's oh, only man. this year one of my clients was like, "Do you want to trade some services? I'll make you a site." I'm like, "Ah, yeah, because I should have one place to put all my podcast, my reputation." <laughs> it's hilarious. So I didn't have one, but no, you really should have at least something because when I I need to show that you're an author. So I need to have some kind of page where yeah. you have, if you don't have a website, even if it's just a landing page where it's like Bob Smith, contact Tracy for right. interviews. Here's some media that he's been featured in. That's a good idea to have. Okay. And you could do that on a Wix. You could do that. It doesn't even have to be .com if you're really just starting out. Yeah. But yeah, I'm going to help. I'm going to help you professionalize. You come to me. You don't have to come to me and have anything. People come to me at all. People come to me before they write their book. When their book's coming out, after their book's come out, when they're starting their business, when it's getting going through seed funding a year later, like all different, it doesn't matter. Wherever your story's at, just tell me your story and I'm going to tell you if I, what I see before we even start. I'm not going to take your money if I don't see a story, but I always see a story. That's why the strategy, you know, if it's not this, it's this, because you're already an expert. So there's opportunities to frame you as an expert. And then there's your personal story. So there's opportunities to profile you. And then there's those topical things where there's opportunities for you to talk about. So I don't care who you are or what you do. You're a star. <laughs> I love it. Okay, I got one last question for you. I, I, I just, I, I love your passion. It is just, it just beams out of you. It's just amazing. <laughs> oh, that's the bright red hair yeah. and the gray. Yeah. So, so one last question. Access, access of all of my guests it goes something like this: People are seeing you now. They're hearing you. They love what you're, what you're, what you're doing. They have similar goals, similar interests, and maybe they want to help people build their brand or help them tell their own personal story. From your experience. In your line of work, can you tell them, and I'll put you front and center, can you tell them how they can become an authority in this niche, in this space? In this field and what I do? Yes. Oh, yeah. Wow. Okay, so first you got to, you know, be good at it. And you really got to, for me, I think the number one thing is PR is communications and contacts. And you build your contacts by, I think, by working, by meeting people, being ethical, being good at what you do, have, you know, maintain an excellent reputation so that nothing can touch it. And that's number one, because it's a very, it's very public work. And make sure any project that you take on, you, you love and you live for, and that you actually understand. I think to be ethical in this field, you have to really believe in what you do. I think to be good at what you do, you have to really believe in what you do. Because if you understand the messaging, then you know who the audience is. Take on projects that you love. Be confident in yourself. Understand that there's a lot of facets to this job. Half of it's people management. Take on projects that you love. And like we, like I tell anybody in any field, talk about what you do. Get yourself out there. Find the opportunities to speak about it. And certainly in PR, or if you're in marketing or anything like that, where you help entrepreneurs in any way, there's a million opportunities to speak about what you do. And that also elevates yourself. I've been on 160 podcasts, or I'm, I'm going to be on between last October and next April because I know how to use COVID effectively. Things like that builds my brand that elevates me and elevates all my clients. So if you're in PR, the higher that you you know can build yourself and more contacts and connections you have, the better you are at serving your clients as well. So build your networks. Don't be shy. Be out there. Always stay ethical. And please only take on messaging that you actually believe in because there's enough garbage out there right now. I love it. Amazing. Did I, did I get into the... Actually, the question is bad publicity good nowadays? Is that actually that at all? 
No, you didn't. I don't think it is. Any publicity is good publicity, but me as a consumer, whatever, depends what you call bad. But I hold, if I, if you're nasty out there, if you're, you know, racist or some crap, that's not good publicity. I might hear your name. I'm going to remember your name. All right. I'm going to remember never to do business with you, never to buy anything from you. And I'm going to remember to tell my associates never to. No, I don't think bad publicity is good publicity. I think always be, stay ethical stay and don't be afraid to put your brand out there and say things about world issues i say as a publicist yeah sure you might you might annoy some people you might you know not get there but whatever like as a person who are you going to have at your table who are you as a brand who are you speaking to i personally don't want i'm happy to alienate the people that i don't want at my table i'm not serving for example any racist i'm not sir i'm not interested in any business from any people who have other agendas that are that hurt you know what i mean that are that are beyond the things that i care about that are not um, aligned with the things i care about so that's what i say too your vibe attracts your tribe don't be afraid of that put yourself out there be authentic and your authentic customers will follow you and that's how you're successful i love it great stuff <laughs> amazing <laughs> amazing so people tell the people where they can find you after the show so where is it there on instagram over there tracy there did i do it right tracy lamori pr media on instagram lamorimedia.com on facebook i'm tracy lamori on the old technology the telephone you can reach us at 289-788-5881 um in toronto and beverly hills number 424-444-8052 and yeah i'm happy to again free 20 or 30 minute conference consultation to talk about to you listener you personally judge a listener if you hear all this and you think it sounds good but you still don't really you're like, yeah, right. But me, I don't know. You know what? I, I, let's make the call. Let's talk <laughs> about it. I'll tell you how it'll work. I love it. People, check her out. Get that call with this woman. I, I, you, you can't go wrong. I, 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 I mean, what's the worst that could happen? But yeah. I, yeah. You might get famous. It could be bad. I've asked people before, are you sure? In business, not so much in entrepreneur stuff, but like in the media side, I'm like, you sure you want to get famous now? Because that's a whole other thing. <laughs> We got it. One of the listeners here, Germany, says she wish she had seen all of this. Catch the replay. Replay will be is going to be on right now. So, and also the podcast. Get on there and listen to that as well. So definitely, and you know what? Give her a call. I'll, tell, I'll talk all over again. <laughs> Even better. So there you go. I appreciate you. This has been amazing. I, I'm so I was excited about it before, and I'm just I'm even more excited to to get into and to talk more with you after the show. So people, publicity, I can't even get the word right now. Publicity, do it. <laughs> get that media coverage. It is powerful. It's a powerful medium. You need to use it. So there it is. I'm done. Except I want to tell you guys, keep get on that authorityletter.com uh, so you can know when these podcasts are, are actually put out there. I'm also giving you a very simple, cool three-part video series about how to build your authority platform. And after you do that, listen, after you get on that list, watch those videos, call Tracy or whatever. <laughs> or yeah, we will lock it between what he's going to tell you and what I'm going to tell you. Oh my God. Your 2020 <laughs> is going to not only better, better than 2020 was, but it's going to be the best year. Like I have to say, you know what? I had I actually ended up having a good year financially in 2020 and 2021 is going to be better. And you guys too, like, let's do it. Let's crush 21. Forget what the world could throw at us. We got the tools <laughs> right here. I love it. I That's it. That's that's the last thing to be said on this show. Thank you, everybody. Take care. Get one more, get one more comment on there. Oh, so, okay. So Jeremy was asking about having more female females on the show and 
trust me, there's one today. And I got some more. I love my power ladies. Yes, exactly. Oh, yes. All the ladies. So definitely keep staying tuned because we have so many more uh, females on the show coming soon. So that's it. And thank you so much. This is the Authority Project. Build it, share it, and they will come. We're out of here. Peace, everybody. And that's a wrap for this episode of The Authority Project. Thanks so much for tuning in. And if you like what you heard, we want to hear from you. Subscribe, rate, and give an honest review. Share and tell your friends so they can hear too. And for even more authority-building tactics, be sure to sign up at theauthorityletter.com. Get free weekly content and ongoing digital product giveaways to help you on your entrepreneurial journey. We certainly hope you got a key takeaway or maybe an aha moment from today's broadcast. Just remember, it's your authority. Build it, share it, and they will come. Until next time.